Another installment from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV presented by One Bank. I'm Colin Castleberry with you as always the final week of the regular season on the hardwood, but that won't be our only concentration. We've got wrestling, we've got FFA and yearbook among so many others here on the program tonight. Again, from inside the Wildcat Den at Livingston Academy, this is 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, and it's all presented by One Bank. Livingston Academy head coach Jimmy Miller. Uh, coach Miller, uh, obviously before we get to basketball, just a couple nights ago, you guys, you know, last game here at Durward Vaughn, senior night, you get to celebrate uh, your, your seniors. What have they meant to this program, and, and just what did it mean to you to get to, to celebrate them uh, that night? Uh, those are always, you know, those are tough nights. They're fun, uh, you know, but if you're not careful, you'll get caught up in thinking about what you're about to lose, and it makes for a very hard night. Honestly, most nights on senior nights are like that for me. You know, for the kids, it's, it's fun, it's enjoyable. But, you know, we've got three pretty special seniors this year, and I've been blessed for a lot of years to have quite a few young guys like that. So those moments and those nights, they're, they're, they're fun, they're great. I'm glad those, those young guys get to enjoy that, but I'm never ready for them to go. Most certainly not. Uh, I do want to look back at that Stone game. Uh, when a game unfolds the way that one did, just how do you coach the guys up? What's the message, uh, you know, to the guys when a game starts to kind of unfold as uh, the way that that one did? We'll just we'll put it that way. Sure. When a team shoots like they did against us in that first half, you just, you just do your very best to hang around. You don't you try your best and not let those guys get discouraged. You know, you don't want them to uh, feel like it's over, but that's still one play at a time, and you have to chop away at that score. Um, you know, we knew they were good. Uh, they came out, and they, they, they were fantastic shooting the ball from the outside. And, of course, as always, Cade Caps is, is tough to guard, and he, he's a fantastic player as well. But I knew we, I knew we had a, you know, a run or two in us because these guys don't roll over and quit. They don't know how to. So uh, when we got that run, it was in that fourth quarter, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty fun to watch. It was pretty special. It was just a little bit. Uh, it was a little late, I guess you'd say. Or if it wasn't late, they just had just a little too much offensive power there to be able to keep us just far enough away to stay out of danger. But, but man, you talk about senior nights and you talk about seniors going out and expressing themselves in the way that they have for their entire career. You know, there. I've never coached a team more fun to coach in my life when they start doing those kind of things and they start making a run like that. And we had them rattled. We had every player on that floor rattled at that moment in time. Because if you're up 20 and you've got to burn three to four timeouts in a four-minute span, then you're you're doing some work. And, and those guys did. And it was it was, it was was an enjoyable run. I, I would have loved to have seen them be able to get that win. You know, I know it doesn't do a, a ton for the placement in the, the tournament, but, man, they played hard. I do know that we can talk a little bit more about Wyatt Hargis, his performance on the road at DeKalb County. Uh, certainly he stepped up. Cole Harris had a, a really good game as well. Uh, but that's obviously not an easy place to win. What has made you guys so successful against them in two games, uh, kind of being able to find what's working and then go on some some runs to really put the game out of reach? 
I think we looked maybe a little more like our, ourselves. That may be the, the best game as far as this team looking like themselves, hitting on all cylinders at DeKalb County than we have all year long. And I still think we start the game like that against Stone Memorial, we're having a different conversation right now because, uh, you know, uh, we we know they're good. We know Stone is very good. Uh, Coach Caps does a phenomenal job with them. Uh, his program always has. But, uh, you know, the, that team is still beatable for us if we play well and, and we play confident like we did there. Obviously, you got one more on the docket before the district tournament starts. It probably, in terms of environment, doesn't get much tougher than going into Sparta. It's a really, really interesting, you know, kind of setup there at that gym. What do you guys have to do to walk away with a with a final district win and really set yourselves up positively for the district tournament? We have to go in there and respect White County. You know, I know White County got off to a slow start this year, and I think people were uh, labeling them. Uh, that that that's the kind of team they were, and you know, Trip Pinion sitting on the bench. You put Trip Pinion on anybody's team; it doesn't matter. You're competitive instantly. Coach Pencil does a fantastic job as well, like we've said from all of our coaches in this league. But you have to be ready to go in there and win a four quarter game at White County. White County is not an easy place to win. Um, you know, uh, Upperman uh, beat us substantially here at our gym, and then they go to White County, and I think it's ten point game, somewhere close to that. So you got to know that, and you got to respect that, or you'll go in there and you'll be on the on the bottom end and low end of w- one of those losses. Head coach Jimmy Miller, Livingston Academy Wildcats, here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We're joined inside the Wildcat Den by wrestler Jessica Savage on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, presented by One Bank. Jessica, probably such a, a cliche question, but just what is it like, you know, being one of the only, you know, girls on the team? Um, it's it's a different thing because, like, I like hanging out with girls, kind of, because I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, it's hard because, like, when my, all my practice partners are pretty much guys mm-hmm. and you just learn to kind of fit in with guys a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, it's it's different. So what drew you to wrestling? What what made you want to wrestle, Jessica? Um, it's kind of a funny story, but Coach Newman, he's – he also, he's also the cross-country coach, and he stopped me in the hallway with his yardstick one day, and he said, you look athletic. Are you athletic? And I said, no, I'm not very athletic. And then he talked me into doing cross-country, and then out of at one of the cross-country practices, he was like, you should come to one of the wrestling practices. And I was like, uh, I'll try it. So I went, and I kind of fell in love with it. So what made you fall in love with it? What What made you want to continue doing it? Honestly, I don't know, because, like, I'm not an aggressive person, and it's, like, I don't really like physical contact either, but I don't know. It's just, I guess it's the hard work. I like working hard. I like, I don't know, I just like um, dedication, basically. Well, you obviously uh, play for Coach Newman in two separate sports now. What is what's Coach Newman like? What's it like, ru- you know, running cross country with him, and, and obviously, what is it like uh, wrestling for him? Um, he's a very funny dude. He's definitely the motivating coach. Um, well, Coach Shaw, he's motivating too, but Coach Newman, he's he's more of what make sure your body is okay. But yeah. He's, I like him. 
where do you feel like you have to continue to get better here in your first year, I believe? Yeah, okay, first year uh, on the team, where do you have to continue to get better? Um, I have to work on, like, taking shots more because I'm not an offensive person. So, but, yeah. They say in most sports, defense wins championships. Is that something that is true in wrestling, or do you feel like you, you kind of have to be aggressive and, and offensive to, to get a win? Um, I'm more of a defense person, but, yeah, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind on that yet. Jessica Savage, wrestler here at Livingston Academy from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. We're here with Lady Wildcats head coach Leslie Riddle. Uh, coach Riddle, I want to go back to, to that last game at home, senior night here at Livingston Academy. You only have the one senior, but uh, Mally has meant so much to this program. What did it mean to you to get to celebrate her that night uh, and obviously to get to walk away with a win in what is probably her last game here at Durward Vaughn? Well, I don't think you can put it in words. You know, you, you go through this and all these years and those seniors, you've, you've gone through a lot with them. And, you know, to, just to have them be successful and to grow and become, you know, young ladies instead of, you know, little girls. And, um, you know, Pearl, she's, she's grown up a lot. She's become a great, great basketball player. She'll always be remembered as one of the best point guards to ever play here. Um, and, and she's carried this team this year, you know, after having the, the broken noses and the dislocated it, uh, thumbs and things like that. And she's come back and she's shown a toughness that these kids won't forget that. And they'll look up to that, and, you know, until they're my age. And remember, you know, that's, that's how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be tough and you're supposed to roll with the punches and, and just keep on fighting. And, um, you know, for me personally, I, I, she'll be one of my friends the rest of my life, I hope. Um, because I, I can just I can grab some pearl and hug her, and she's just the sweetest, sweetest young lady, and um, she's just super successful, and, and I don't know what we would have done without her. What do you think that intensity for her comes when she steps on the floor, though? I mean, you mentioned, you know, she's such a sweetheart off the floor, and that's a, it's a fact. Every time I've gotten to talk to her, she's so kind and, and willing with her time, but then she steps out on the floor, and it's almost like a switch goes off for her. Where do you think that comes from? Um, I think a lot of it's the way she was raised. I mean, her her mother was a was a great softball player back in her day, and I remember her being such a competitor. And uh, and you know, when you put this much work into something, you want to be competitive and you want to fight. And you know, she's just a winner. And I mean, some kids are a lot more competitive than others. Some people are a lot more competitive than others. And she's just one of them. It's, I don't know if that's a gift or a curse, but uh, she's one of them with that gift. I, I see it as a gift, so we'll say that. Um, but, yeah, she, she wants to win, and she wants to be at her best, and she holds herself accountable. Well, you mentioned it. You know, she, she's got a lot of fight in her. This team has had to put up a lot of fight over these last couple of games. On the one hand, you know, it's something to, to learn that you can compete in these tight, close ball games. But at the same time, where do you guys have to get better considering, you know, how close that DeKalb game was on the road as well as others? I think it's consistency. Um, you know, at this level, you, you start in November and you're probably not very good. And then in December, you should get a little better. And then January, a little better. And you know, as you go through the season and um, losing Pearl early, 
we kind of had to rebuild ourselves once we started back in January, so that's made it a little more difficult. So we're having to kind of grow in, in turbo speed. Um, but, yeah, just consistency, and I, I like where we are right now. You know, we've said all season anybody in this district could win on any night. It doesn't matter what anyone's record is. I mean, you go into the cab, and, and they're currently at the bottom, but that doesn't mean they're not going to beat somebody on that night. I mean, I think they've proven that, and, um, and and it's like that for all of us on any night. So I think I don't feel like if games are close that we haven't played well. I feel like the other team just may have played a little bit better than we expected. So, um, But, yeah, this, this is a group of winners. Um, they expect to win. And they've created that the last few years. Other seniors that have graduated have created that kind of an atmosphere. And um, they, they expect to win, and they intend to win. Well, Coach, final question before we let you go. Uh, you could not ask for maybe a bigger test entering the district tournament than not only having to play White County, but having to go on the road to Sparta to take on the Warriorettes. What does it take to win in that environment? Uh, and then obviously what's it going to take to kind of you sort of dethrone the Warriorettes who've been on an absolute tear since they lost back to, uh, to Stone a while back. Right. Well, they're playing great, and they've got they got lots and lots of weapons. Um, we have to slow them down. Obviously, we have to control the boards, which is going to be a very very difficult task. I think, you know, I think um, Celeste may have over 300 rebounds already for this season, and I mean that's unheard of. We. That'd be doubling our highest person, um, but she's such a great rebounder and, and and so physical. So and that's a challenge for us. I mean, we're not built like that. Um, this current players we have, we're not built, you know, built like a Celeste Reed. So that's a challenge for us. But we'll have to control the tempo a little bit better than we did the first time. And and you have to make shots. I mean, the, they're going to play great defense, but we're going to have to make shots anyway. And can we dethrone them? Yes, we can. And and our kids love going into those atmospheres. I think sometimes they'd rather play away than they would at home. Um, but just like any other game in this district, you know, either team could win. And um, But win or lose, it's not the end. I mean, because then it really starts. I mean, everybody goes back to 0-0 zero, zero and we start all over again. Head Coach Leslie Riddle, Lady Wildcats, prepping for a game with White County here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Time to take a look at your schedule ahead here inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 uh, and a lot going on, right? Of course, at White County to finish up the regular season for basketball tomorrow night in Sparta. Tip-off at 6 p.m. Coverage will begin at around 5.40 right here on 101.9 AM 920. Saturday, if you'd like to uh, represent for L.A. and cheer on your Wildcat wrestling team, L.A. Wrestling, will be at Heritage High School. That's individual regions occurring on Saturday. Then, of course, the district tournament coming up next week. It's listed as February 12th through the 20th. They will have the district meeting on Monday, on February 12th. So be expecting games in the district tournament, probably starting Wednesday or Thursday uh, of next week and carrying into the following week more than likely. That's a look at your schedule ahead here inside Livingston Academy from inside the Wildcat Den. Colin Castleberry with you on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. It's all brought to you by One Bank. Girls Basketball's Keatley Mullins with us now inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. Uh, Keely, before we talk about any of this stuff on the floor, I just want to go back a, a few nights. Final game inside Durward Vaughn for you this season, but but for, for Mally Jean, obviously, in her career, 
just what did it mean to get to celebrate her that night? And, and for you, as a part of this team, what has she meant uh, to this team and this program? Uh, you know, especially after last season getting to come in and start and play with her, I just have really admired her leadership that she's had on the, out on the court. I feel like she's exactly what we needed this season. She's kept all of us, like, energized, and it's been so much fun, like, playing with her this season. I always, uh, even back when I was playing in middle school, having to play against her, she was always the, you know, best point guard. That was the one you had to stop, and so I really admire how far she's come. And I mean, personally, I'm really proud of her. Well, obviously, you guys finally went back on the road on Monday night after like three consecutive weeks at home. As great as that was, how weird was it to to kind of realize on Monday that you were going to get back on a bus and go into a different gym for the first time in three weeks? Honestly, it was kind of refreshing. You don't, I mean, I like playing on the road. I like going and playing at other people's gyms and I love, I love playing at home, but that's a lot of pressure, you know, with all of your fans and stuff. And so it was just, I was ready for some different scenery, I guess. No doubt, no doubt. You guys have had some some tight ball games here as of late. You've you've walked away with a couple victories, Stone and DeKalb. You came oh so close uh, against Cumberland County. Uh, where do you guys, where have you found some consistency and where do you get even more consistent uh, to start winning all of those close games? You know, even with the games that we've lost, I feel like we are just really coming together as a team and, you know, our Weaknesses that we saw early on, they're getting fixed, and even though we may not, you know, get the results that we want in the game, we're still getting, like, positive results anyways. And so I feel like when the time, like, when we need to finish all of those tough games, then we'll be able to because of how much we're preparing ourselves. Well, Keely, I don't know that it gets much tougher than having to go to Sparta to take on the Warriorettes, who obviously have been on a tear recently uh, over the last about month of the season what's it going to take in your mind as somebody who will be out there on the floor in a hostile environment, what is it going to take for you guys to to walk away with the win and really set yourselves up for the district tournament? You know, ultimately, I think that we've just got to come out and we can't let them control, like, our game. We've got to go out and play our game. Um, I feel like we are – we can play with them. I feel like we just can't let – like, we can't get down on ourselves and get in our own heads. But if we just go out and – you know, we've got a rebound. We obviously got to keep them off the boards. You know, they're a lot longer than we are. Um, and then we've got to keep them off the three line. But I feel like if we can just play as a team and come together, we'll get the results that we want. Girls basketball's Keely Mullins from inside the Wildcat Den here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Boys basketball player Wyatt Hargis from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. Wyatt. You finally go back on the road to DeKalb on Monday night. Uh, Just first and foremost, after nearly three weeks here at home, what was it like just kind of going into a different gym finally on Monday night? Well, we always liked being at home, and it was a little weird adjusting to it, but we, we adjusted early and got the lead early and just kept rolling. Yeah, you guys uh, kind of jumped out to a lead there and, and were able to to not just maintain it but kind of extend it. Uh, one of the more complete games you guys have played, according to Coach Miller. What do you think, as a guy who was obviously out there on the floor a part of it, what do you think kind of contributed to it being one of your best kind of games all around? Well, when we move the ball and everyone gets shots, it's it's hard to beat us. And then when they're falling, they're falling, it just, you just keep shooting them. <laughs> 
You've recently kind of really developed this mid-range game, this ability to get to the elbow, and, and it almost seems as if you know, knock on wood. I don't want to, I don't want to superstitious anybody here, but it seems as if you you kind of can't miss from that mid-range uh, when you put it up. Where has that kind of developed over the season? At the beginning of the year, it really seemed like it was threes and getting to the bucket. Where did that mid-range come from as as the season's gone on? Well, I've been working on it since I was a freshman, but I've really just started like perfecting it recently and just working on it every day. How much easier is your job when you're surrounded by guys like Daniel Bilberry and Cole Harris and Tucker Miller, who, as you kind of just mentioned a moment ago, uh, take some attention away from you and allow you the space to, to go out there and work? Uh, it's good because we can just space the floor and – Everyone has to come out on us because we're all shooters and we just drive and it's just easy to drive and kick and get open threes and get to the basket. Well, Thursday night you go to what is probably considered one of the toughest environments in this district. Not to say any of them are easy, but but Sparta is certainly one of the more unique environments in the district. What do you guys have to do uh, against White County on Thursday night to, to walk away with, with another victory over the Warriors? Uh, not let them slow the ball down and keep our speed up and push and play and get a dub. Speaking of speed, how does one keep up with Trip Pinion? Or can somebody keep up with Trip Pinion? You just got to let him shoot the ball. Just let him shoot the three. Wyatt Hargis, boys basketball here inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. From inside Livingston Academy, inside the Wildcat Den, presented by One Bank on 101.9 AM 920. We're here with FFA member and yearbook staffer Eva Gunnels. Uh, Eva, first and foremost, just saying that those two things, you're so involved. What drew you to being in all these different kind of organizations? I like to be as involved in school as I can because um, – I want to be a vet when I grow up, so I'm trying to be more involved with FFA and anything I can because that's, like, really competitive to get into. <laughs> so I want to be, like, as good as I can be. No, absolutely. What what drew you to, to veterinary medicine? What made you want to be a vet? I've always loved animals, and, like, it, like, it's sad when, like, a dog's sick or something like that, especially for me, so I always just wanted to grow up and help them. <laughs> so... Obviously, that's what drew you to FFA, but when did you first get involved? And, and now, as you've you know continued with the organization, what's become maybe your favorite part? Um, all the trips we get to go on, <laughs> because there's like a lot going on with FFA. You do soil judging or meat judging or livestock judging, and there's a lot of trips you get to take, so it's less school you have to go to. <laughs> So less school, more FFA. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. That's that's fair. So how did you get involved with the yearbook as well? How does that happen for you? Well, um, I had Laura Klaus. She's one of the yearbook advisors, and I took business and marketing with her. And after that class, she came up to me and asked if I would like to be a part of yearbook because, like, they just they pick certain kids, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I said yeah, and I got in there, and I really loved it. You get to design ads and like it helps your social skills too because you have to go and talk to people so that's it's really fun is that your way of saying you're not a social person Eva because you strike me as a very social person I mean I am and I'm not (laughs) I mean I like talking to people that I know but I get kind of nervous if I don't know someone but I end up warming up to people (laughs) 
Fair enough. How does one balance that FFA and all the trips, yearbook and all the stuff that has to go on with that? And of course, you still got to get school done, whether you want to or not. The schoolwork happens. How do you balance it all? It's really hard because where I'm in honors, they move so fast. And if you miss one day, you're like, it seems like you're catching up for a week. But What's helped me is my friends because they're there when I'm not. So I ask them, you know, what we do. And you have to talk to your teachers before and after you miss and just really try to take notes and keep up and you'll get through it. (laughs) You'll get through it. All right, Eva, final question. Obviously, anything, choices or choices, plans can change. But you want to go to veterinary medicine. Have you thought about where you want to go to study veterinary medicine? Yes, I have. I would love to go to Lincoln Memorial, and um, which makes me kind of nervous because they're a private school, but it's close to home, and they're really good. I've, I mean, it's like one of the top ones in Tennessee, so I'm really hoping I can go there. All right, you mentioned dogs earlier. Final question, I promise, but uh, you mentioned dogs earlier. FFA, that's livestock. I mean, we're looking at a large animal. If you had your choice... Going forward as a vet, small animal, large animal? Both. <laughs> oh. Um, I probably, well, your money's in small animals because everybody, they love their little pets. And like versus farmers, you know, like if something's happening, they'll just, you know, you know. <laughs> um, but um, I really like them both. And I think I would just, I would open a practice where you would do both. <laughs> ambitious you gotta love it eva gunnels ffa yearbook and and just all around great representative here of livingston academy on the wildcat den on 101.9 am 920 wliv time to close it out here inside the wildcat den on 101.9 am 920 wliv it's presented by one bank thank you to each and every one of our guests tonight from coaches to players, to members of FFA and Yearbook. It is always a pleasure getting to visit with all of the different clubs and organizations, sports and people from inside L.A. Thank you, of course, to each and every one of you out there listening as well. I wouldn't get to do this. You wouldn't get to hear from these kids uh, if it wasn't uh, for you guys listening and contributing uh, with your ears. So thank you so very much. I love what I do, and I wouldn't get to do it without you. Thank you guys once more. Uh, Inside the Wildcat Den, want to remind everyone, tomorrow night you can come back here to WLIV. It's basketball at White County in Sparta. Coverage begins at 5.40, tip-off at 6 p.m. as they close out the regular season on the hardwood on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Presented by One Bank, this has been the Wildcat Den.